Welcome to the Liberty Block. This is Elliot Axelman. We are back with one of my favorite guests, Chet Peters, founder, owner of FakeMaskUSA.com, I believe. FakeMaskWorldwide. FakeMaskWorldwide.com now, and he'll explain why so many (laughs) URLs keep developing. Chet, welcome back to the Liberty Block. Thanks for being with us. Oh yeah, man. Any exposure is good exposure, especially you guys have a great following. So it's, it's, uh, it's very important that, that I'm here. Thank you. So what's the latest with the websites and, and how's business going? Uh, business is good, man. You know, we, we don't really have competitors. What we have are, are enemies. So nobody else really has the balls to do what we're doing, you know, in, in the competition field, but uh, you know, it's, it's left and right. We're getting canceled. So we are burning through right now, fakemaskworldwide.com. That's our either our fourth or fifth website now URL. And uh, man, last time we spoke, we I mean that was a good six months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's been a lot going on since then, man. I don't think last time we the PayPal stuff hadn't been discussed. I don't think so. I was still at fakemaskusa.com. Um, I still had a TikTok. I still had an Instagram. We still had a Facebook. They kicked you of off course. TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was some that good one little hurt. videos you made. Yeah, that one hurt too. Cause you know, it's it's like I don't have a platform anymore. That's why I reached out to you again. I don't have a platform. Nobody it, it's I can do publicity stunts all I want, but I've been canceled from so many platforms that are you on the other social medias like the alternative sites? We're, we just gab. started a gab. Yeah, we just got on to Gab, um, it, which is actually very, very legit. Um, but are there are a lot of people around there that are, that are on it. So I, I have to admit, I haven't been giving it the attention that I probably should yet. Um, I know Trump's on Gab, so oh, and he's got. Yeah, I mean, he's got several million followers on there. So there are people using there are people using that platform. Um it's it which is which is if you recall last time we spoke that was like one of your main ideas was alternative platforms that were you know conservative based we have to start our own little mini economies and it's it's like yeah you called it man and me we i'm on me and there are some people on that and for video rumble is decent and some yeah bigger channels already have over a million subscribers i believe maybe two million so at least there there are millions of, of people on rumble yeah, uh, I do have some of those. I, I took all the TikTok videos and put them on Rumble because even Vimeo, that was how we had those. We, we had our videos on our, our URL, like the, the entertaining TikToks that we do. And uh, even Vimeo canceled us. Wow. Just that's crazy. Big, so, yeah. <laughs> well, her video, um, Rumble is good. I don't think you're going to cancel much of your stuff, but also BitChute. And there was another site out there, uh, Brighteon, Brighton. So those are okay. two, two video platforms that I think people have been on and like not been canceled at all because they're pretty much like uncancelable or something. So so Bitchute and Brighteon, I think, if that's how you pronounce it, that's where people are with, with the videos of like the real hardcore health freedom stuff. They're, they're on those two. So I would go there and I don't think you'd get canceled. Did I tell you what happened with YouTube? with me no no let's hear it because of you we got a strike on youtube <laughs> yes. so all right one of our podcasts weekly is the wednesday podcast on liberty block is called the ejs podcast on liberty block it's ed jody and steve and it's two eds so one of the eds ed powell 
super smart dude. He happens to love fake mask USA. And he didn't even know that we like had you on a few months ago. I don't think so. He got one and he loved it. And like in the closing, in the closing remarks in one of the podcasts a few weeks ago, he just went on a rant about how much he loves fake mask USA. And he's like, dude, this is a company. If you don't get in touch with, you know, you should be in touch with. And I'm like, dude, I am already. So, and he was on a rant for like two minutes. I love it. It's so funny. It's awesome. What a great company. So I took that clip, that two minute clip. And I think I sent it to you and I put it on YouTube. And uh, right away, YouTube shut it down, got super upset at me, gave me a strike, totally blocked the video and got really angry at me. So I blame you. Yeah, I'm, man, we uh, we got a bunch of people in trouble because we went on once once, you know, we're trying everything possible here, our, our word out there. And once we um, realized that we could still do influencer marketing, we, we dumped a whole bunch of money into influencer marketing. But every single one of those guys got a uh, what is it? A strike? That's I keep hearing that term. They got strikes. Um, no, well, well, we say strike in regards to like three strikes. You're out. Because if you yeah. get strikes in a certain amount of time, they probably kick you off the platform. For yeah. YouTube, Facebook, um, with Facebook, you could also get put in jail for like a day or a month or whatever. That you know they they shut you down for like a month, and then they say you can come back, and they shut you down for a day. I've only ever gotten one jail sentence, and it was twenty four hours, which is surprising considering some of the shit I do. So, a lot of my friends have been to Facebook jail for like thirty days. They put my dad in jail, and he does nothing. Laser, my brother, never even posts. <laughs> He's literally on Facebook only for the messenger part of it. He never even posts, but being associated with people like me and you and my dad, he was put in jail for months. So yeah, like, thought you know, police. Facebook's crazy. So yeah, but I'm surprised I haven't been like kicked off it more. So yeah, I think because for people who don't know and, and introduce your, your product in a second, for those who don't know you yet, who didn't hear the last episode, but sure, I think for video, like people need to see your videos. They are so freaking funny. Uh, you know, 10, 10, 20 second clips or minute clips. So, so, so funny, like really good marketing stuff. And yeah, I guess if they're on Rumble now is the only place they are. Yeah. Uh, or you could find them on our, on our website, fakemaskworldwide.com. Oh no, hell no. Um, Facebook cancel us. And uh, so did obviously Instagram, but Instagram was like lagging. It was weird. We, we had 5,000 followers for a minute on Instagram, which like, I know isn't that much, but it, when, when you start a platform and like two months later, you got 5,000 followers, it's like good to go, but it's the bridge is just falling behind us. So it's like this eternal, yep. we're sprinting as fast as we can. The bridge is falling behind us. We're moving from one platform to the next. The only way really to stay in touch, absolutely in touch with us is, is our email address. So you got to just sign up for our email address or, or buy something. And then we, we contact once a week and just be like, all right, here's what happened. We got canceled here. We got canceled here. You got to hear Telegram. what PayPal did. Telegram is good. If you're familiar with it, it's like a messenger, but also it, it's like a bit of social media because you can make a channel and people can follow it and, and it automatically creates a group for those who follow the channel so they can chat in there as a group. Yeah, I am on Telegram, but for other reasons. I didn't realize that I could do a business Telegram. Yeah, maybe it's called that. a channel. So maybe a channel. Yeah. Okay. For sure, I'll look into it. Okay, there's so, there's so, tons of people on there. Yeah. Can you just remind all the viewers and listeners what your product is and why it's so awesome? <laughs> Fake masks, man. Um, so I've got two. Uh, I've got several. At this point, there's so many variations of products. But uh we sell uh, one of the funnier things that we sell are the offensively fake mask, which is essentially, uh, uh, can you see that there is, that there it's is like material lingerie. in here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, like, this is a, like a joke, man. This is like, if you want to tell people to fuck off, um, you know, I'm going to tell you to put a mask on 
technically this is a cloth covering over your, your nose and your mouth. Um, this one will actually get you on airplanes. So this is, this is what we call last time we spoke, we didn't have this one. This is a top seller right now. I mean, thousands of these things a day are moving. This is what we call a double incognito. So it's double layered breathable mesh. Uh, but once it's over your face, you really can't see anything. Yeah, that's pretty good. That was yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Get you on an airplane. Um, and you can actually breathe. Good. You can see why the, you can see why the left absolutely hates us, man. You know, we're because you're letting people breathe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we've sold at this point now, 600,000 of them. I think, I don't know if we, last time we spoke, it was before or after the CDC re-announced that the even vaccinated people needed to wear masks. No, that, yeah. We spoke a long time ago. It was before that, I think. Yeah. I mean, when that happened, it was, it was like an instant because we were seeing our sales kind of taper off and, you know, the, the mask mandates were, were dying, which like, we're fine with that, you know? Um, but as soon as the CDC came back out and said, masks required again, even if you're vaccinated, bam, like stock through the roof, man. I mean, we were, we were doing forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 in revenue a day. I'm I had, sure we had CDC, to hire CDC and Fauci and Biden are your, your biggest, uh, you know, promoters, I, I would suppose. Yeah, you know, on one, yeah, I mean, on one hand, it was like so sad to see the Republicans lose office because of tax raisings. But then it, it, for for me at least, I mean, it was just such, there's so many opportunities arose that we were able to just capitalize on. But yeah, I mean, if they want to throw regulations at us, we'll find a way to, we'll find a way to flip it and, and, uh, and become profitable. Yeah. Do you have your other products like your Gators? You have I do. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't actually. My dad wears the gator. He likes that one. Does he really? <laughs> yeah. Cause he, you know, he could breathe and then he could turn around and it could be real. Then it could be yeah. super thin on the other side. Right on. Uh, no, these, these two are my favorite products. Um, not really the gator guy. I don't like it around my neck, but yeah, yeah and that's, that's people buy that. They buy the hell out of those. Um, man, I'm working on, I'm working on all kinds of stuff now through this, you know, we've got such a huge following now. We've got hundred, 150,000 emails at this point that I want to start. I want to, I want to start like a, almost like a lifestyle brand off of it, you know, like just a bit like, you know, I love your name, Liberty block, but something, something freedom based. I think all of our customers just are so tired, so tired of, of the, the mandates and, and, I just want to start a movement against the government yeah. somehow. Well, you are. You have a movement. And I think fake mask is a fine name. <laughs> I think that's fine. You know, and if it builds <laughs> on to something bigger, that's fine. And if people ask 10 years down the line, you can explain to them the origin of the name. I don't think it's a big issue. Yeah, right on. Uh, that's Those are words of encouragement right there. Then we'll, we'll probably stick to it, you know. Yeah. And you have stickers and stuff, right? Yeah. So, I mean, vinyl decals, it, that was like from our other uh, our other company but yeah they, like this they, i keep flashing this thing the url these these come in all of our packages good perfect. these stickers are showing up all over the place man i, I mean know. we're so like uh it's fun to if you if you how often you fly go on an airplane just keep an eye out for other fellow fake maskers because they're out it's like there's like one guy per airplane wearing a fake mask now that's <laughs> awesome but yeah have you done any crazy um, PR stunts or, or awesome marketing stuff? Because last time we spoke, you were doing the airplanes, <laughs> the banners, and calling governor a douchebag. And 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm due. We're due for airplanes. Actually, I'm, I'm, we're gonna fly them. The problem is I don't have anywhere to. I don't have anywhere to post about it. So we were we were gonna do it because we amassed a decent following. The, the way that it worked is is we had a hundred thousand TikTok followers, and that was you know I could do a I could do a local campaign with the airplanes and then post it at TikTok and it would be national exposure. Mm-hmm. But since they you know they're it's it's their they've managed to shut down all of my platforms that I could speak from. So actually right now what I'm working on is, is just building up followings. So I think what we're probably going to have to make a strategic decision and either go with Gab or go with free space or go with, um, uh, I mean, I know we are on rumble, but I, we just got to figure out where, where we can get the most F L O T E. Okay. And that's libertarian. So they're, they're probably never going to cancel you because they're more radical than you already. So it's social media and it hosts video on its own site as well. Okay. It's like Facebook. Um, It's also related to crypto. I think they have a cryptocurrency as well. So F-L-O-T-E, Float. It's it's actually my friends, Aaron and Kingsley Edwards, own it and run it. And um, I had them on my show a few months ago. They're awesome. They're super sweet. How many people are on this, use this app? I think a pretty decent amount on Float. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically so before we do the, the PR stunts, I gotta rebuild my and when I say we just got canceled, I mean like like a few days ago our Instagram just got shut down, which I guess you know, think about it, should have seen that coming. Yeah. But, but can't you make a new Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, well, um yeah, but why? You know, because every time I get yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm putting effort into making the content and then every and then bam gets it gets shut down so uh i think really what i need to do is find find, find something like float and and just uh, we just gotta start the yeah. movement on this platform you know yeah we need to kind there, of it's pick, coming yeah we need to pick one or two or a few like i post right now all my articles like i, I literally have a, a, a thing right here so every article i write i post to all of these places and i write them down so i remember because it's a lot it's like 10 social media places Every article and every video I, I put up, I put up everywhere. Um, now, Facebook is bigger and it has more people, but they've destroyed our organic reach by like 99.9%. Our articles used to reach a few, 5, 10, 20,000 organically. And because we got a few strikes on Facebook or a few of those missing context, Lord Fauci says you're wrong, F you, things, disclaimers, they've totally destroyed us on Facebook. So on Facebook, unless someone actively goes to look for our article and clicks it. Like we, we get nothing on Facebook. It's horrible. So I post there, but I probably get more, a little bit more uh, feedback and, and reach and stuff on MeWe, a little bit on float, a little bit on, on uh, Twitter, parlor. I don't even know. I don't check parlor, but I post it there. Getter, clout hub, uh, social dot free talk live and MeWe and gab. And there's a place called Kadias. Minds is a place run by I think libertarians. I think it's pretty decentralized. It's called minds.com. M I N D S. So that's a decent one. Um, it makes it super easy to add people and, and hashtag and all that stuff. It's a decent site. So my libertarian friends like that one. And there's Parler, which is like Twitter. And I don't like Twitter. So it's just, I don't like the format of Parler because all you can do yeah. is post. It doesn't have a lot of group interaction and stuff. But yeah, there are a lot of options out there. Yeah, I think Float and MeWe are my favorite because you know you can interact a little better. I like the, the UI a little better. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's just, it's, it's sad that you got to jump through all those hoops to even had the you know so so you you've been censored from the one like from the main platform and therefore every time you put a piece of content out it has to go out of these 10 other ones and it's yep. still probably one one fourth of the con or one fourth of the exposure you would have had yep and i, I put it on you, telegram 
And because Liberty Block has like 90 some subscribers in Telegram now, the channel I made a few weeks ago and it's growing, I get I get more reach on Telegram than like maybe probably even Facebook now. And, and it creates an automatic group. So when I post something, as soon as there's like one comment on that post on the channel, it essentially becomes also makes a simultaneous group, a parallel group. And then you can have a discussion in there. It's called a Liberty Block group chat. And it automatically is made from every channel, I believe. So are you at risk for getting shut down on, on Telegram? What's that? Think? Are you at risk for getting shut down on Telegram? I don't know. I don't know who runs it. I think they're pretty pro-liberty. Unless we do something super radical, I don't see it happening. I don't think there, I've heard about any issues on Telegram. It, it certainly could happen. Anything could happen unless it's totally decentralized, meaning nobody owns it. Nobody could shut it down. Like Mastodon, yeah. if you look into the Mastodon servers, um, I think my friends are involved in that in New Hampshire. And don't ask me if Mastodon is spelled with an O or an A because I don't know. But um, <laughs> I mean, the, the band is an O apparently here. But. So Mastodon is like totally decentralized or federated servers. And you can create your own uh, social media, like like rooms or sub platforms on it. And it's totally decentralized. So it's literally impossible to cancel you. You can post wow. anything in the universe and it's like literally impossible for someone to shut it down. So I believe that's how Mastodon works. So there are decentralized platforms and, and depending on the sub platform of Mastodon, but I think social.freetalklive.com runs on Mastodon, I believe they're like uncancelable. And there are some people on it. Like I, I do interact. I've gotten a bunch of comments back and forth on uh, social.freetalklive, which is a local libertarian radio show in New Hampshire. So yeah, look at a Mastodon. And if you know tech more than I do, like you'll understand Mastodon servers if they're federated or decentralized. So that could be a good option too. I don't think I know tech more than you do. I think you do. Based, based on what I'm hearing. <laughs> I, I think you do. Because that, that is yeah. the extent of what I know. That it's like decentralized, but just harder to cancel. Yeah. Dude, we, we uh, kind of skipped over it, but PayPal, mm -hmm. they almost seized $90,000 from us. Did you, did, you, did you recall that story? Jesus, no, no. Yeah. So apparently, I mean... PayPal can just say it's in their 64 page terms and agreements that they can at any point just seize your funds and, and keep them for damages. And uh, I had to get lawyers involved. That's the only reason we got it was $88,000 of the, the right guy from Snopes, I think contacted them. And he was writing an article about, it was just like some sort of expose on us. And uh, he reached out to us. Of course we told him to go fuck himself. Um, Oh, I but saw he, one of your statements. You, it was a yeah. nice statement. I said, you know, um, thanks for contacting us. And we would like to explain to you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much that was this guy. Uh, but he did some work on us, man. He did some damage. So what happens is you get like some you get some like D, D rate uh, reporter. And he'll reach out to he was he reached out to TikTok for a statement. And then he reached out to paypal for a statement and he reached out to whoever else for a statement and then next thing you know we start getting all these emails like hey you've been canceled you've been canceled you've been canceled and and uh one of the ones that canceled us was paypal and there was no way to contact them but they had like in escrow they had ninety thousand dollars of our money just sitting there and they were like oh by the way at the end of a 180 day period we might just keep all of this for damages that's insane so all right. Good news. I have two things for you. Number one, there, uh, Dan Bongino, as you know, has been talking about this for almost as long as I have, creating a parallel economy for everything. He yep. created, helped create, uh, I think it was Parler, Rumble, 
and some other stuff. He's creating something because PayPal screwed him too, I believe. He created yeah. something called Align Pay as like a payment processor or whatever to compete with PayPal. A L I G N, Align Pay. Yeah, I've been looking for something like that. It's just I don't I didn't realize that this guy was a pro freedom and while he he's got his shit together too it looks like a really nice uh, platform. And Bongino, yeah, he's a serious he's like yeah. one of the biggest podcasts in the U.S. like number four. Okay, powered by freedom. Yeah, we're gonna have to look into this because that, yep. that's been one of our short. That's that's uh, I'm not even gonna say who our processor is now because yep. that would get canceled. But yeah, I mean it's just a constant. We have to jump between them. A lot of them. Cause we, we exploded so rapidly that the last one that we were using, which was a pro freedom guy, but like the banks, their underwriters that were demanding that they hold a half a million dollars of our, of our money. Like, you know, which just seemed kind of ridiculous to us. Okay. So, but, you so know, even better than that, align pay and all this stuff, even better is going to be really start looking into accepting crypto. It's not that hard. I think no one, there are, there are programs that do it. There are like companies and stuff that can help you do it pretty easily, I think. But from, again, my, my super duper basic understanding of crypto is on your site, you can say, have some, a little button, pay with crypto, and you can have an address they can copy and paste. It'll be very long. It'll be like 40 characters, but they can copy and paste it into their app or their computer and pay with crypto with you know the five or 10 most common cryptos. Or you can have a QR code as well, and they can just scan it with their phone. Most people pay with their phones. They can just scan it real quick, and then they can pay you whatever the amount is. So mm. it's probably not that hard. Again, I, I'm the lowest tech guy in the world. But if you ask people around you who know crypto, they can probably help you set that up on a site. There might be widgets or apps or programs. So if you accept crypto, again, the beautiful thing about it, and I'm realizing more every day myself, it's uncancelable. You know, yeah. because it's blockchain, almost all cryptos, the cryptos are on blockchain. Some are more private than others, but it's very private and essentially impossible to cancel unless they can shut down the internet in the world, which is a, a tall task. So it's so hard to cancel. It's so hard to track as well. If you have a pretty private coin like Monero, which is pretty private, like, but even, even Bitcoin, even Dash, they're pretty good. It's hard to cancel because it's so decentralized. There's no one central point of failure. Bank of America can screw you like that. You know, PayPal yeah. can screw you like that. They're central points of failure. One link in the chain can be cut. With, with blockchain, with cryptocurrency, that could be so, so good for you. And again, a lot of people buying from you are the kind of people who are conservative, libertarian, who may have crypto. Again, 10 years ago, it was only crazy radical libertarians and anarchists. Now, a lot of conservatives, I think, are using crypto. So I think it's growing so much. Me, the lowest tech person in the world, I have two different wallets on my phone, two crypto wallets. And I somewhat regularly buy and sell stuff with crypto. So I can accept cryptos. I've sold a few books for crypto. I've bought a few other stuff for crypto. It's very easy. It's literally QR code scan, $10, done. You know, you type in the amount and done. So it's very simple. So you could probably put the your address of your wallet for receiving, for receiving a crypto on and a QR code on your site. It's probably not that hard. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, I got to do something because it's like, we're, I mean, we're, we're, vulnerable we're vulnerable to getting canceled we're vulnerable to getting money taken from us by the powers that be and it's like when you're getting canceled is it is it based on your political stances or is it is it usually always in regards to COVID 19 commentary oh me me on facebook yeah you you personally was it mostly know. covid or was it like all of the things that that have happened to me have been because of COVID. yeah i think yeah 
that's yeah. that's what Corona fascism. That's the thing they're focusing on a lot now. I don't think I've ever had a strike or something taken down from Facebook for for other stuff. I don't think so. But but they would. I mean, if you post very much pro freedom stuff in general, like they might take you down too. I don't know. Yeah, I just I've noticed. Well, for one, the whole business my my entire business is is yeah right now at least this this part of the business is is revolving around COVID nineteen. It's all about freedom and and like forget the mandates. You know, and, and that seems to be what's getting us flagged the most. It's like, I wonder what the hell it's, is it making the transition? Is it going to cross the line to just talking about, like you said, talking about freedom and then all of a sudden you start getting canceled just because you're disagreeing. For sure. Exactly. They they own it. They can do what they want. If you say the word freedom, it could trick their AI and they can shut the video. I'm impressed with their AI. Like Ed Powell in that short clip you put up, he said, fake mask, fake mask USA. And like, he didn't even show the mask, but their algorithms somehow know that if you say fake mask, they take it down. Like this video, I won't even try to upload to YouTube because they'll take it down and I'll get a strike because we say fake mask a few times. But I don't understand exactly how their algorithms work because obviously they're not watching every single minute of of the billions of hours of video on YouTube every day. So they have algorithms that can shut it down really quickly. I think I appealed that one and I think I lost the appeal. So, you know, they, they have certain systems in place where if you say anything that questions corona fascism, they shut you down. Have you read my, my book on Corona fascism? No, but I'm, I'm uh, can I, where can I get it? Can I get it on uh, Amazon? I'll probably send you one. It's on Amazon, but yeah. So literally wrote I know the book it on put Corona you fascism. On the map. I know it puts you on the map though. I know it's a very successful book. A little bit. Yeah. Thank you. I, I was on one American news the other day. It was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. It was freaking insane. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably send you one if you send me an address. All right. Yeah. I don't want to say it over here because I'll get, uh, yeah, you yeah. You'll get firebombed <laughs> by like Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> a missile will hit your house. Yeah, something like that. Or uh, they're uh, uh, it's it's like getting out of control, man. Um, it's like where is the voice of freedom anymore? Where where can you even? You know where it is, New Hampshire. If you want to live free more. or die, you know the place to be is New Hampshire. Ultimately, I'm telling you, Ohio probably has some good, some bad. Um, but overall, the highest concentration of pro-liberty people in the world is New Hampshire. We have, we have, we have so many pro-liberty people here. If we have, we have 1.3 million people, like 10, 20, 50,000 of them are liberty activists, like you and me. Like not only they vote pro-liberty, like they're actually activists. We have so many liberty activists here in New Hampshire that we have like 15 different groups of liberty activists, and we all fight each other. So it's a shame we should fight only the statists. But we actually fight each other quite a bit. Um, you know, there's libertarians, there's more libertarians, there's conservatarians, conservatives, anarchists, voluntarists, those who don't even vote because they're so anarchist. Um, others, the pro-life libertarians. We have like 15 different groups, those who only care about guns, those who only care about taxes, those who care about homeschool. We have a lot of groups. We fight each other a little bit or a lot. Um, but we, we all do get together when we fight, you know, big government when it's really a big issue like Corona fascism. All the like 15 different elements of the pro-liberty movement in New Hampshire, which is massive, almost all of us got together at these big protests and we all protested it and we actually got some wins. Like the recent $27 million um, grant that the federal government was offering us, 27 million bucks, but we have to assist the federal government in implementing corona fascism and vaccine mandate propaganda. And we have to help them with quarantine and isolation camps, whatever that means. And we're like, no, that sounds a little too scary for me. So we protested like crazy and eventually flipped the votes and convinced the executive council to reject the grant. 
So that was a really big win. We're the only state that rejected that grant. It was offered to other states. They accepted it. We rejected it because the protesters had massive protests, including me. And we, we, we put pressure on the executive council and the legislators. So we actually do get some wins here. Of course, we still complain. We still fight each other. Um, right now, there's a lot of drama with each other because some of us fight statism all the time. Some of us compromise, which is understandable. A lot of legislators compromise. Some don't. And we get upset and we hold them accountable. We got to hold their feet to the fire, even though they're our friends. So, you know, a lot of these issues do happen because it's a tough issue, which I understand because I, I'm kind of in it. I ran for office and I, I'm on the budget committee, so I, I get it. But we have these big fights, but we have so many liberty activists here. In other states, they're just looking for five pro-liberty people. Here we have like tens of thousands of liberty activists that we actually do have in our conflict with each other. That's how big the community is. Nicely done. I hadn't heard of a, a protest being successful like that. I mean, since the 60s. Yep, I we mean, have a lot of protests and we do get some wins because there's a lot of pressure we put on on legislators. Wow, um, that's some that gives you some hope, I guess, mm-hmm. a little bit. It's one of the I only optimistic things, like New Hampshire. It's, it's one of the only optimistic places. What about Texas? I mean, Texas, you'd think had a the freedom fighting or, or uh, DeSantis in in uh, Florida. I mean, yeah, Texas has a lot of good people, but it's so big. Thirty million people, maybe one yeah. thousandth of one percent are pro liberty or hardcore liberty activists. Whereas here, I see. yeah, it's one point three million people. So, like, literally five ten percent of the population are liberty activists, and like sixty percent are liberty voters. So there's no other state with those numbers. Florida, Florida's great and has a lot going for it, which is mostly DeSantis. The voters are good on some issues, terrible on some issues. 66% of the voters voted to increase the statewide minimum wage to, to $15. So 66% of the voters are socialist in Florida. Wow. So the voters are a lot worse, whereas the governor is a lot better. DeSantis is by far the best, infinitely better than our dictator, Sununu. Um, yeah, if we had our people with a governor like DeSantis, we'd, we'd be like almost a perfect state. I think those minimum wage hikes are coming, man. I think uh, I in I'm not a socialist at all. I, but I they printed so much money, man. The the inflation's happening. We've got 20% inflation, I think. I mean, across the board. I don't it names name a commodity that hasn't doubled in price in the last six months. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not demand. It's it's just literally everything. It's, everything's just increasing in, in cost. So I, I don't see, I really don't see how people are surviving. It's like they, you know what happened? They gave out a shitload of money to the, to the poorest of the poor last year. Mm-hmm. People that, and that don't know how to maintain their, their cash. They went immediately spent it. All of that money went trickled all the way uphill and the top like 60 billionaires doubled in net worth essentially yep. last year. And all of that, I mean, it was like this funnel just came from these get these stimulus checks that went straight to the poorest of the poor. They went right to Amazon. They spent it right away. It went right up the hill, all the way back up to the rich. So of course, of course, the elite, the powerful, the rich, the billionaires, of course, they're in favor of giving money to the poor. Of course they are. And the politicians right at the same the time, the politicians then pretend to complain. The billionaires like Bezos doubled their net worth in the last year. Yeah, it's because of your stimulus checks and your hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. They get to but do so both. They're, 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 they printed all this money. They printed all this money. They gave it. They gave it to the the bottom tier of society. Bottom tier of society. You just went straight to the store, spent it, 
But in the in the process of printing all that money, they doubled the inflation rate, maybe tripled or quadrupled the inflation rate. And now it's harder to live with no money than it ever has been before. Oh, yeah, it, we're we're headed for some kind of big SHTF or crash or something. Yeah. Inflation is, is probably 10, 15, 20 percent, even though they claim it's like five or six percent. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the dollar, whatever, but the dollar is going to crash. It's only a matter of when, not if. And yeah. that's one of the things that gives me hopes. You talk about state independence and a lot of us forget about, even me, I forget about state independence. We don't have to work really hard for it. Like we, we have nine sponsors right now that put in the bill, nine sponsors in the house that put in the bill to put independence on the ballot next year. And if this passes, it'll be on the ballot for us to vote on independence. But we don't even have to do that. If the U.S. government implodes, there's the, there's de facto balkanization because the U.S. government doesn't exist anymore. And once the dollar implodes, then it's really just a, a matter of time, like in a matter of months before you know the u.s government ceases to exist and then the states can do their own thing yeah oh man i don't know would, would you consider that a good thing or a bad thing it'll be a great thing balkanization is what we need the u.s government yeah. as i've written in all my books i end every book with, with explaining in the last part why the u.s government the dc politicians are pretty much the culprit they're they're the ones to blame for almost every issue in all society in every state so i'm working on another book about criminal justice and how dc politicians destroyed it so yeah, the DC government, the federal government has to cease to exist and implode. And then states can run themselves and some states will run well. And we can have, you know, a, a laboratory of uh, experiments with different states and we can see what states we like and which states do well. If you, after a few years, after the US government gets out of, you know, the business of controlling us, New Hampshire's doing well, you can move here. If you think California is progressive and you like that, you can move there. So we can actually have some, you know, laboratories of experimentation and we can see which, which state we like. Some might like Texas if they're conservative. Libertarians may like New Hampshire more, and that's fine. It's all good. So that, yeah, that's what, what we what National security, what, what the effects of national security would be on that. You know, the, the federal government sucks. I give you that. But um, they are protecting the shit out of the states. You know, the, the, amount of, the amount of terrorist attacks that have thwarted before anybody even hears about them is probably pretty astronomical. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, on, one hand, on one hand, it's possible. On the other hand, number one, I would say that the U.S. government's incompetent. Um, if it's anything like the TSA, they probably missed 90, 99% of the actual attacks. So we do have plenty of attacks. I don't know if they thwart any or not, to be honest. I don't know. But also, I do know that the Taliban and ISIS were either created or empowered by the U.S. government with my tax dollars. So, you know, they created ISIS. They gave the Taliban 24 to $80 billion of weapons that, again, I was forced to pay for by the threat of yeah. uh, the gun to my head. I had to pay for them. Um, so th there's that. But also, just as far as, far as states, the states the could still have an alliance, like European countries all have alliances and NATO. So even if states are broken up in 50 states, we can still have tremendous amounts of allies, alliances and treaties and all that. But regardless, the more you decentralize, the harder it is to defeat you. Right now, yeah. China can take over one computer in the Pentagon and take over the entire United States. They can take the capital and take over the United States. Once we have 50 states, they'd have to hack into 50 different state capital computers to take over, or they'd have to physically overtake 50 capitals. Can they overtake yeah. Concord and Austin, Texas and, you know, uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming? No, that's not going to happen. So once they have 50 states or even decentralized further, it's harder. Imagine if every county were independent. What are the chances China or Russia or any military opponent, any enemy could take over 3,300 counties in the United States? It's never going to happen. They can't do it by force. And they can't hack into 3,000 different computer systems. So right now, it's again, like a central point of failure. Once you understand decentralization, yeah, it's actually a lot harder. China would love to take over, and we know they probably can hack one computer or one network in the Pentagon, and 
the entire United States is now owned by China because, again, cybersecurity is going to be the war of the future. It'll be a cyber war. So they can hack into us and shut down Pentagon, meaning shut down the U.S. like that. Once we decentralize, they'd have to hack 50 different states. You know, so decentralization almost every way is better and better and better. So, yeah, it's, it's easier to overtake one government than 50. So once we have 50 governments, it, it, in, a, in a lot of ways, it makes us way better protected as far as national security. I see. Yeah, keep our fingers crossed for the fall of the federal government then, man. I wonder what that would do to taxes. Well, right now your federal <laughs> tax would go away. Yeah, <laughs> now we're talking. So I would save right. $20,000, $30,000 a year. Yeah, for oh, real, God. though. Yeah, man. It's, uh, man, you're talking big picture stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it. Yeah. And it's not even that far-fetched because everyone knows, I think every person in the world knows the U.S. dollar is imploding. It's only a matter of time. It could hang on for a few more months or a year or two, but it's imploding. Yeah. And, and there's going to be a, a catalyst or a turning point when other countries don't want to accept the dollar or when we lose the status as the, the world reserve currency, the dollar, which could happen to the euro or maybe even the Chinese yuan. So yeah. you know, it, it could happen. And as the dollar gets less and less respect throughout the world, once that flip turning point hits where countries divest from the dollar, from holding dollars or holding, you know, U.S. government bonds or something, and they just lose faith in the U.S. government, then it'll all uh, implode and just, you know, totally fall really fast. Yeah, uh, man, sounds like a chaotic time in the country, right? I mean, you're acting, you, you say is. like, you know, and then, and then that's when the, the power of the states will rise. But man, you want to talk about chaos, it would be like, all of a sudden, I mean, God, I wouldn't want to be in those. Even the suburban neighborhoods would probably go distraught in that. Time. Like, you know, you'd, if you wanted to survive, you'd have to be out in the middle of nowhere. People would go insane. Maybe, but, but why necessarily? New Hampshire would keep going as is. The big difference would be we have <laughs> in New Hampshire, we have out there. all the same stuff would exist. You know, me, my job would still exist, but we'd have $20,000 less taken from us every year in taxes. And we'd have less federal regulation. So business would boom because, as you know, a lot of federal regulations for businesses, and that's like the, the two most difficult things for businesses is federal regulations and federal taxes. Once those two yeah. things go away, business would skyrocket. They could play their employees. You know, their employees would earn a lot more net income because of no federal income tax. So no federal corporate tax or income tax. Business would boom. So right away, New Hampshire and probably every state would boom economically like never before in history. Because, again, the federal government is the reason that business is not doing better because of regulations, taxes, and just all the other crap. So, yeah, once those things go away, business would boom, at least in New Hampshire, and we'd all do fine. We'd be safer than ever. We'd have, you know, a little bit more gun freedom. Right now we have no gun laws, so the only laws we have are, are federal. You know, we could have suppressors finally. So that, that would be a little different, which would be better for us. We'd be probably even safer. It would be even easier to get firearms here, so we'd be even safer state. And uh, pretty much everything would get better once the federal government were out of the picture. I wonder how much more powerful big tech would become. I don't know, but with, without federal government, there's no section 230, so there's no protection. So they, they might actually have to act like a platform or a publisher and not both. Yeah. So right now, it, in a lot of ways, it, a lot of people believe it's the federal government giving them the power to straddle the line and play both. Oh, wow. Then it will be up to each state to litigate for the, for the courts in each state to decide whether they want to give them protections of a platform, but also let them do things like a publisher. And states like Florida might not allow them. As we know, DeSantis is finally pushing back a little bit, I think. So 
you know, some states won't let them. And they, and if they want to operate in that state, they might find them or force them to not censor content or to admit their publisher and take accountability. Hmm. Yeah. Decentralization is the answer to like almost everything. <laughs> At least for us crazy libertarians. Yeah. I'm rooting for it. I'm, I'm rooting. You make it sound so, uh, nice and peaceful but i mean it's, it would have to have some turbulence it would have to be a little bit of chaos yeah. to, to make its way over there it would yeah, have, like, yeah. have to be a lot of chaos there definitely might be growing pains or chaos in, in some of the transitions a little bit but overall it would be for the best i mean any national divorce any divorce has some chaos and some pain with it but overall if it's for the best like for instance dc politicians are abusing us increasingly every day for decades so there has to yeah. be a divorce divorce is painful but it's for the best because they're abusing us right so yeah. in an abusive relationship, we can leave and there will be some things to work out, like who keeps what. And overall, a divorce in an abusive relationship is for the best. And then we, we can be happier. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah. So you're moving to New Hampshire next week? <laughs> I got too many machines, man. <laughs> yeah. And I just bought this building here. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not... Not too, you know, Ohio's not that bad freedom wise. Uh, I mean, you know, like I'm in, in Columbus, Ohio, which is like super democratic, which sucks. And uh, that's starting to fall apart. There's been like 163 or 167 murders this year in 2021 in Columbus, Ohio. And this is like one of the forefronts of defund the police. I mean, I'm watching it happen. I live in a nice part of town and there's gunshots now you know, drive-by shootings and whatnot in all, all because the police are afraid to enforce, you know, I mean. It's I, so I sad. We, they won't enforce violent crime, but they'll enforce Corona fascism. Yeah. That's what's so uh -huh. sad. Yeah. They'll shut your restaurant down. They'll shut your restaurant. They'll shut your uh, corner store down. They'll help, they'll help Walmart stay open, but man. I need to stop having these conversations with you. You, you put me in this grim <laughs> state of mind. I thought you were optimistic two minutes ago about New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was yeah. making you happy. Yeah. Uh, New Hampshire sounds like a nice place. But seriously, come uh, visit. Where... <laughs> um, yeah. We always have events, like smaller events and stuff, and then a big event in the winter and a big event in the summer. So come visit for any of the events. There's Liberty Forum in March. It's usually February. This time it's the beginning of March. Liberty Forum is going to be a massive indoor uh, event of just a lot of Liberty folks. Uh, and then in the summer, in June, is going to be Pork Fest. It's outside. It's like up in the mountains, a camping festival for a week in the mountains in June. So is it pork, pork Fest? Yeah, for Porcupine. <laughs> porcupine <laughs> is a libertarian thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. And All right. I thought you were talking about, like, actually celebrating the animal. I don't know. I mean, you yeah. Like <laughs> we did have a big pig roast, I think. It was a massive pig they were roasting. That would make sense for pork fest for yeah. sure. But yeah, it's so if you if if you invite me, it, like uh, yeah, I mean, I just need to know like actual dates. Um, yeah, well, well I, the next I, thing coming I, up is Liberty Forum. I'm gonna let you know Liberty Forum. It's March 4th through 6th. It's a weekend. So that'll be like a few hundred, maybe a thousand, maybe more Liberty activists yeah. at a big event all weekend. People coming in from all over. Awesome. And that would just be yeah, phenomenal man. networking. You should actually come. 
consider like getting a table and like sponsoring it for a few bucks. Yeah. And, like have a table there with your fake mask stuff. You'd probably do phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> and just the networking with tons of oh, awesome liberty God. people would be amazing. Do you think that the mask thing, like, I mean, and one, I'm ready for it to go away, you know, but I, I'm like, you really think in March that we're still going to be, there's still people going to be buying this shit out of necessity. And a year ago, I was saying I mean, it's going away and it never went away. So I, I don't know. <laughs> Again, it's impossible to know for sure, but I think they're going to try to keep it going forever and transition yeah. it to the flu because the flu every year we have it. Yeah. We might have COVID every year. You know, realistically speaking, we might have some COVID and some flu every year in the winter because that's what viruses do. But yeah. I think they're already saying, and you've seen some of the articles probably, they say because everyone was wearing masks for the past few years, the flu is down as well. So the mask oh, works wow. for and the flu. So let's every flu season, let's have some mask mandates. So again, they're trying to make this permanent. Yeah. They're trying to help your business. I would be a very, very rich man if this continued for another year. Yep. Yeah. Well, it certainly might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for it to end. But in the name of freedom, I'm ready for it to end. But I just wonder how much further how much further this thing can go. I mean, how long until there is like the social credit score? How long? I mean, they're, they're, they're already talking. The vaccine passports thing was like this weird Alex Jones theory from yep. a year ago. And now it's, now it's real. I mean, what are, what are, what's Alex Jones saying? I don't really follow that guy, but, but what's he saying now? I mean, it's, it's weird. That guy, there's a jar. You ever seen a meme with a jar? Like here's the, this is the Alex Jones was right jar. It's just full of hundred dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost everything that was a crazy conspiracy theory a year ago is now totally happening. Yeah. The vaccination, the forced vaccines, man. I, I, what do you think of, uh, what do you think of Australia? What do you, what do you think of their prison state right now? Dystopian. And again, I, I've been saying it for a while. It's, Australia is demonstrating what the United States will look like in like around a year. So if they're yeah. there now, we might, the whole United States might look like that in like a year or two. And, and again, they could do that. We've already seen over the past two years, cops will enforce Corona fascism. Almost no cops ever disobey orders from their superiors. So if they tell them to literally lock us all indoors, indefinitely, cops will do it and they'll enforce it. And if they, you don't go inside, they'll shoot you. So I think cops will do that. We saw there were some likely political arrests, which is disturbing, from Dictator Sununu, our, our governor, um, had nine people arrested and they were targeted. There were those who are very loud against corona fascism and those who were looking into election integrity. Because Sununu has not been a fan of election integrity, let's just say that. So he arrested people leading those two fights and cops came and arrested them at, at an event. They were totally sitting silent, but they came and arrested them. So those were political arrests, which is, again, a sign of despotism. So he's getting closer and closer to Stalin. So, you know, cops will do that. And cops, they, they totally did it without, hesitant, without hesitating. So if we have corona fascism like Australia, I, I honestly think that almost every cop in the United States, local and state cops and federal cops, will enforce corona fascism even to the levels of Australia, which is locking people in their house. If you don't have vaccine passports and all that crap, if you go outside for a second, they will use force to arrest you or kill you. And yeah, it's like close to a concentration camp. And, and again, the U.S. might get there. People say, no, we have the Second Amendment. No, we uh, people people will never actually use force against police officers, and of course, we can never condone using force against anyone ever. So, um, yeah, we could be there in a year. And again, the only hope is for for one state to break off because if you're in union, the whole union will be like that. One state breaking off is kind of the only hope. I'm looking at the map here. You guys are close to the uh, 
you know, if it, if it is one state, it's going to have to be one that's close to the border. And you guys are, you guys are out there. Maine, Maine's kind of boxing you in a little bit, but we, we have 10 miles of coastline. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> I bet those houses are expensive right there <laughs> in New well, Hampshire on that little. The, uh, the Portsmouth area got- on the coast, Portsmouth and those towns like Hampton, they are owned by Democrats, but I don't understand why, because Democrats believe that the coasts will be the first cities to drown in a few years when the sea level yeah, rise global, by the global warming, right? Yeah. So why do they live there? Why are they moving in? Why aren't they moving out and moving inland? <laughs> That's what I don't understand. Maybe maybe they don't believe their own bullshit. Hey, do you guys have anywhere near the the, the quality lobster that Maine does when I come up there? Is, is that does that carry over to, to New probably, Hampshire? There the... probably is some by the seacoast. Um, I, I don't really eat much lobster. A warm lobster roll, if it's good, is decent. I'll eat it. Um, yeah. I'm not seafood. You'd have to ask my wife. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I've changed. I'll change your mind on that shit, dude. We just got to go to the right spot. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we went to Maine a few months ago with my brothers. We got some lobster, and one of the lobster rolls was warm lobster, and it was decent. But yep. the other day in Baltimore, my oldest brother brought me to a place with with like the best crab cakes in Baltimore, and the mm. crab meat, and it was big pieces of crab meat, was really good, better than lobster. Yeah. So that was really good. So now I guess I do like some seafood. Yeah, sorry to bring random random food talk into the into the conversation here, but man, I will come out there. I just need to I need to know. So March, you know, just just give me a heads up, man. I mm-hmm. absolutely come out there. I might I might not bring a table and all that because it's so much work, but um, I might I might come up there with my whole crew. Hell yeah, dude! Going yeah, through. I'll I'll talk to you offline and get in touch with the people who are uh setting up liberty forum and see if you want okay. to just come or sponsor it for a little bit um if yeah. you definitely bring some of your products for sure because i think it yeah. would do well <laughs> it's all libertarian so it would, it would do super well yeah yeah the products are they're they're a really nice screw you to the government man to yeah the local, local state and federal yeah man uh keep an eye out we're gonna be launching a we're going to be launching a pretty extensive line of like life lifestyle gear, you know, like when I'm, I'm looking at some sort of freedom, some sort of freedom and anti-government based, uh, almost like rooted in American history type designs um, of like, you know, like apparel essentially, but not like in your face, fuck the government type apparel. I want it to be like a subtle, you know, where you could spot it in the crowd, but it's not, it's not like an in-your-face type Good. loud design. You know what I'm saying? Some some sort of subtle. I'm in support of freedom, but I'm not a douchebag about it type type designs. Man, that's that's what's coming around the block from us. Perfect. Yeah, I want to keep my eye out. So, all right, where can people find more about you on your site? What's your website again? FakeMaskWorldwide.com. Perfect. It is the the most hated website in the world. That's, <laughs> that's what we're that's what we're claiming now. Yeah, I mean, we, it's, man, I mean, we went from the fake face mask to um, the fake mask, fake face masks to fake mask USA to fake mask USA 2.com. And then we were just, you know, worldwide was, you ever seen Step Brothers, Prestige Worldwide? Oh, we were yeah. like, you know what, man, like if, if like we can't, we're no longer USA, man, we just got to provocative. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah so once usa got canceled we're like fuck it we're going global with it man so now we're doing international sales and all kinds of yeah awesome okay i want to post this up as a podcast and video uh hopefully today okay and thank you so um, much man we'll stay in touch absolutely thanks for having me let me know when i can come out there man i'm coming to see you perfect perfect thank you man i'm looking forward all right have a good day all right see you later later